Welcome to the Marketing for Learning podcast. This is the only place in the world, probably, where you can learn everything that you need to know about applying marketing practices and thinking to the world of learning. So to quote my favorite piece of e-learning, let's get started. It's funny, right? Because no one has a favorite piece of e-learning. Today, we're going to talk about what's in it for me. Now, if you followed me on LinkedIn for any period of time, chances are you have heard me talk about what's in it for me, because I believe it is one of the crucial elements of marketing strategy that is not applied in a learning context. And if you want to instigate real behavior change, you need to answer this question. So what's in it for me. Sounds simple, really. What we're trying to do as marketers, as learning professionals, is talk to our people like human beings. And because of that, we need to take some time to really understand who they are, what their drivers are, what their emotional drivers are, what their wants and needs are, what are their hates, what are their pet peeves, what are their likes, what are their dislikes. But most importantly, We need to begin to understand what benefits they will reap from giving you one of their most equitable resources, their time. It's not enough to think that because a business has an objective for its employees to learn, because they have a huge growing skills gap and they need to upskill a wide range of employees, that that mandate is going to easily cascade down to employees because really they're not motivated by the same things as a business. I was going to say motivators, but that doesn't make any sense. They're not motivated by motivators. But the reality is, does this not make sense to you? It's not enough to go and say to somebody, hey, the business wants you to learn this, so you better go and learn it. Like they might do it if they're afraid they might lose their job or if they're going to get in trouble. And really, did they even learn it because they did the learning? That's a separate discussion entirely. But the point still stands that You're not going to get any level of engagement with your employees if you're constantly pushing business agendas over the layer of learning and trying to use that as a motivating factor for your learners. Instead, what you need to be doing is answering what's in it for me. Now, one of the best ways that I think you can start to look to answer this is using something called a value proposition canvas. Some of you may have heard of this. I actually encountered this when Mass went on an accelerator business program last year and we did like a, a business canvas. And then as part of that, we did a value proposition canvas um, for the services and solutions that the business offers. And I thought it was a really telling exercise because What you've got on one side is your audience and it's broken down into their needs and wants and emotional drivers and things like that. And on the other side, you've got your product offering and what it's bringing to the table. If you go through that process, but you answer it in terms of your product, I'm using air fingers, guys, as your learning or your learning proposition as a whole, and then you look at your learners and I accept and understand that there's going to be a diverse range of employees and not everybody's going to be satiated by the same needs. So we'll talk a little bit more about how you can manage and handle those different segmentations through the development of personas, which Han and I are going to discuss in a further podcast. 
But for now, focus on your primary audience, your primary consumer. What do they want? What's going to make them move? What's going to start the spark with them? What's going to light the fires with your people? Because it isn't enough to just focus on the business agendas anymore. As I've said in previous podcasts, you are fighting for your learner's attention. You're contending against Instagram, YouTube, Netflix. The list goes on. For me, it might be Disney+. Plus, But still, you are trying to get their attention in amongst the freaking internet. So if you're not going to focus on understanding what's going to motivate them and understanding how you can best communicate that in a way that's going to be accessible, understood, and easy to translate into your learner's needs, you're doing yourself a disservice. What's in it for me is a game changer. So why is what's in it for me a game changer? Well, there's a lot of research out at the moment um, which suggests that change is hard. Shocker. Um, A recent Harvard Business Review report found that about three quarters of change initiatives failed or abandoned in most organizations. And that's because there is a huge resistance to change within an organization. People will often prefer familiar situations that aren't great to the pursuit of the great unknown for the potential of something being better. We are naturally fear adverse um, as people and generally speaking, humans will go out of their way to avoid pain. So what that means is the pain of change is hard and the only way to really get buy-in across your organization, if you're looking at getting wider adoption with your learning in general, getting buy-in from stakeholders across the organization, you know, how many times have I had conversations with clients and they make it so clear that managers are a major blocker to learning adoption because especially in in more complex environments like manufacturing or retail um, where there's a lot of deskless workers and so the, the time to learn is scarce, Managers aren't giving employees the time that they need to develop themselves, even if they do want that time. So actually, this is again, not just applied to your learners. How can you talk and translate your learning proposition into what's in it for me for managers? What are the benefits to managers for them to actually free up time for their employees to learn, for their team to learn? What are they going to see? Are they going to see reduction in, uh, I don't know, sickness? Are they going to see reduction in time to proficiency? Are they going to see increases in productivity, etc.? These are all really interesting metrics, which are going to be of merit to someone like that. And I think this process of what's in it for me, or at least asking yourself the question, it does two things, which I just don't see enough in the learning industry. One is getting into the shoes of the learner or the end user and truly taking the time to understand what it is that motivates them. The business mandate is not enough. You need to remember that. It doesn't matter how important the LXP that you've got is to you. It doesn't matter how much you've spent on the content libraries you have inside it. It doesn't matter because your people don't care that the business wants them to do it. They care about the time that they've got and how busy they are and how 
difficult they find it to get new skills or, you know, well, I've always got the same problem with this customer and la 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 la. There's a lot of challenges that you can start to allay by answering what's in it for me. And the second point is by exploring what's in it for me and asking yourself these questions, you know, what do my learners want? What's going to motivate them? You can then apply that throughout the organization to engage stakeholders and get further buy-in that way too, which is obviously going to help further with learner adoption. So in a nutshell, what's in it for me should really be the basis of everything that you do, whether it is looking at instructional design and developing new learning programs, you know, even, even in those contexts, answering what's in it for me is going to make sure that this stuff resonates and it's going to get better impact as a result. If people are connecting to the learning, they're going to enjoy it. They're going to get something out of it. That's a great first step in building a new habit with them. And once they are in the habit of learning, you're very likely to start to see an impact in performance. Business happy, learner happy. That's the real end game here, right? How and where to apply what's in it for me? Maybe you think that you should just be using it in learning campaigns or comms efforts, but actually, it really should go a lot deeper than that. Like I said earlier, this should really translate into your learning strategy, into the content itself, but it absolutely should be fundamental when you're building out communications for your learners, be that through the LMS, through learning campaigns, or even just push notifications. Even down to simple things like copywriting on your LMS, like I've seen a lot of really crummy copy in a learning management system where if you don't take this course, it will help you. <sighs> that doesn't answer what's in it for me. You need to use this as the backbone of everything that you do in learning because your learners are your audience. And if you want to get their attention and if you want to change their behavior, you absolutely have to align yourself to their wants and needs. What's in it for me helps you do precisely that. So I hope that got you thinking a little bit more about how to really put your learners at the forefront of everything that you do and not just think about the experience that they're having, but how that's communicated to them and how you can really eloquently share thoughts and ideas with them that help motivate them to learn and to connect with the learning experiences as a whole. If you've liked what you've heard today, don't forget to subscribe. We'll be putting out new content as regularly as possible, as always. And thank you so much for giving me 10 minutes of your time today. Hope you've had a swift, swift brew and I will see you soon.